welcome to the Debrief Podcast. This is Stevie. I'm eating a whole soother. Please, Tessa, explain why you bought a whole soother. I can't. Look, guys, I bought a blueberry soother. <laughs> a packet of blueberry soothers. Steve, and then I returned with them. Stevie said, Oh, you got a sore throat? I said, No. <laughs> And then we ate them. Well, I, and I claimed that oh, I liked them. I just them. spat them into a bin. No. I did. because Anyway, they're so nice in the beginning. And then... The, it's the middle then bit. Then you crunch them. And then, and then I went through that and I remembered that they were horrible. But I was ahead of Stevie. So Tess just watched and waited. I knew it was and coming then it hit, for her. And she could tell because I went, Ah! And spat so them into a bin. So that's where we're at, guys. That's where we're at. Where are you at? Where are you? Um, <laughs> usually, where are you Hopefully somewhere at? slightly above for that. For God's sake, where are you at? Mm. However... I was afraid that this podcast episode would be a bit too niche because it is about how to quit smoking. Now, it's not for if you're like, oh, I'm on 40 a day necessarily. It's also if you like go out sometimes and you just like have one, one cigarette and you're like, why have I done that? If you've never smoked, I think it'll still be an absolute rollicking laugh and you should listen anyway. <laughs> um, if you know, yeah, come on. I'll be repping over here. Because this has never smoked. I've never smoked. That's not true. I've had about three cigarettes and each time they've been photographed and uh, people... And shown to your parents. And shown around. Yeah, they were delivered to my parents in the post. <laughs> no, once it went on Facebook, once it went on Facebook when we, were about, when we were at school and then it was captioned, Tessa smokes. <laughs> smokes? <laughs> smokes. Like, guys, like coats, but smokes. That's very good. And then... Um, don't worry if you're not a smoker. Well, me and you are still going to have a good time. And I'm and also not a smoker anymore. Uh, yeah, uh, crucially, Stevie would like to do this one, and Stevie can do whatever the damn hell she pleases. Kind of bit. Also, not, that wasn't being we'll, sarcastic. We'll look at um, the the ratings, and it'll be like one person has listened to this. One. Okay, well, you won. <laughs> you're going to have a great time. But also, if you enjoy this episode, can you do loads of, of reviews and be like that one smoking was especially good? So um, I feel better about my own choice because I do feel quite bad about doing this. However, apparently, um, less kind of people under 25 are smoking now, but there are still people who are smoking, and there are people who are who started when they were like like me. I started when I was not that young. I was like 18. But I wish I hadn't because then I just smoked until I was on and off until like a year ago, really. And it was horrible and I wish I, that wasn't Yeah, and I think thing. even if you don't smoke, even if you aren't a smoker, you definitely have friends who smoke or... Yes, send you, them to this podcast, you, please. But you also, we're also going to explore like what it's like for you guys who don't smoke, who have friends who smoke, who, yeah. you know, and what it's like, what social smoking is. You'll all definitely remember going to a restaurant when you were younger and being asked if you wanted to sit in smoking or non-smoking. Yeah. Uh, that was a thing that... Well, in flights, they still have, like, this is a non-smoking flight because you used to be able to smoke on planes! But never, never for us. We could never... No, not, not our. Not in our doesn't lifetime. doesn't matter. The generation above used to smoke on well, planes! Well, and the generation before used to smoke during surgery. Good Lord! You smoked in when you were operating on somebody. That's you just smoked, insanity. like, 24-7. You smoked everywhere. We're all mad, but we all didn't know it was so bad, did we? Also, like, doctors are still, like, the highest smokers of any professional because like, of how stressed they yeah, are. Yeah, I know. It's it's anyway, so, anyway, it's all so relative to us that now that feels mad. It's a long time ago, and a lot less people smoke. But um, I wanted to do the podcast on this because I found, and I don't know if other people listening found, and I'm really sorry if you don't, and it is literally only me, but I know it isn't, and I'm just very insecure about it, is that um, for a long time You're really after... tapping into uh, CV's psyche here, guys. Oh, yeah, like you haven't been for the whole series. <laughs> I quit smoking, like, as in I used to smoke all day. I was I was a smoker, full smoker, until I was 24. So I didn't smoke in the day. I didn't, like, I didn't smoke. Apart from I get drunk or I go to a party or... 
everyone around me is smoking and I'd be like oh, okay I'll have one and then I'd have like five and then I'd, the next day I'd be like oh what have I done that and then I would repeat that for like four months and then be like no no and then I'd have like maybe a month off that and then it'd, it'd go back to that so I, I couldn't kick the social smoking thing and I found it really really hard and then um, last year I did and now i genuinely don't at all well I wanted to stop when I finished uni but then I was a waitress and you could only get breaks if you had a cigarette yeah, break this is the first so thing then I was, my... so I started smoking again because I was like well uh this is the only way and then also yeah. everyone smoked in that in that restaurant and then we'd go out and do like bar crawls or whatever and you couldn't chat to anyone because they were constantly going out for cigarettes and it was this, this thing where I just felt really left out and I think for me my first definitely my first exposure into smoking as a because obviously like you saw people smoking at parties and, and maybe everyone like shared one round a bush all my parties as a teenager were, were like, in a field I'd imagine was yeah. a lot of that for you? no did you not like when you before I you could, live in a country village I lived in a town so but we, in the we'd town, go, we'd go you, where did you go? the the, uh, the underpasses smelled like piss oh right okay so right okay right um, I didn't smoke at school but it was it was at uni that I did because I yeah, wanted yeah, to be so friends definitely people wouldn't really I'm just saying my, my experience of, of it was like the smoking around the bush or under the underpass because oh, it was like you're all having like one and like yeah, someone's cheeky. brother had got it and like yeah. you passed it around and then it was uh, as a teenager like working in a restaurant and catering and going to things where people then said I'm going out for a cigarette and yeah. that was a way of you know getting in there you got a break yeah. and I was like holy heavens <laughs> I said I'm to missing myself, out like if everyone else here gets to go everyone else here gets to go for a break like once an hour yeah. and and it's such a specific thing that there is no other option for that there is nothing yeah, you else can't, you can like, say I, I'm just, just going to go outside and stand and drink some tea yeah I know like, people be like no go back to your job it became like a very cool it was very obviously a cool adult thing that was like you have cigarettes and coffee and that sort of like getting you through adult. the day yeah, way yeah. Uh, I started last time what adult thing have you done so I can think of one ask me if I want to go for like a drink or something Tessa oh Stevie um, this weekend do you want to like just go for a drink or something oh no because I've booked in two days of lectures um, <laughs> on uh, human the cosmos the earth and tech <laughs> Tech. I won't be going to the tech ones, I don't think. But tech. it's the new scientist live and it's got all things like black holes, a tour. Oh, at um, all. I don't want tour. And like, what will happen with AI? Oh, the naked mole rat. Animal superhero? Uh, obviously, I want to know if he is. And also like, are your memories your own? Yeah, I, I need to know this. I desperately want to know, know this. There's so many talks, so much good stuff. So I'm just going to go and... Um, I've got my little schedule and I'm going to back-to-back talks from 9am till probably 5.45. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Probably about 9.45, guys. Probably, yeah. Lectures end. Just uh, putting in the hours, if I'm honest. Uh, I, I might take notes. <laughs> I cannot wait until you relay the lectures to me. But you know me, I'll forget cru- all of them. crucial information, yeah. but remembering key but slightly incorrect oh, yeah. elements Tess of it. Tess is so good at telling stories, if you'll notice, that she tells lots of anecdotes, and I can't because whenever I open my mouth to, um, like with anything, it's born of insecurity, whenever I open my mouth, four voices say really loudly in my head, Mine's dead star there! Well, hang on, what about this? Have you remembered that fact? But is that, was that her name? And you're like, oh my God, oh my God. And then I panic and then lose faith. And the story could literally just be like, oh, 
I got a coffee before, I'd be like, but did you? Did you get what? How much was it? What if they ask you what it was? You were, like, it's too much. So I, that's why I don't tell anecdotes. So I won't be able to relate any of the lectures in future podcasts or to you, Tessa. But please, I, do. it'll go in my head. Write it down. I'm, yeah, that's that's why I write everything down. And then so just I'm show, maybe just show me the just written show, work. Just email it to you. <laughs> yeah, email. Um, I can't wait to receive my email about what happening in the black holes. Are oh, there yeah. any mole rats in there? And are they superheroes? <laughs> and deck. <laughs> what adult thing have you done? Have you thought of one? I went to bed very early. Is it because I'd reached 10 o'clock? I just really had like run out of activities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm done now. Oh, I know what it was. I just settled in to watch The Handmaid's Tale and it was, I'd already watched the finale. Oh, and I was really furious. <laughs> Guys, I was furious. Don't, any spoilers? No, of course there would be any spoilers. Just like I thought there was more, way sure. more episodes. Right. And turns out I'd already seen it. Yes. And then I was so cross. I was like, I didn't want to get into finding anything else to watch. And then I just went to bed about like 10 p.m. Um, back to business back and the to business, business is smoking we're not going to talk about how bad smoking is for you because it really is and you just have to google it um, I'd say don't yeah I don't think that anybody doesn't know can you imagine if someone's like oh my god <laughs> you just should never smoke and if you do smoke it's really really everyone tells you how hard it is to give up when I was a smoker the thought of giving up was like, exhausting I didn't want to I was like well yeah. I like it I like sitting outside with a cigarette I can't have a glass of wine without a cigarette yes you can because I've done it and it's fine but I understand what they mean and what I meant when I was saying it because you just can't imagine a life without it because you're doing it so much that also includes if you're social smoking and you're doing it when you're drunk or you're doing it when you go out because you, again you're like well I can't imagine getting to like 11.30 and everyone smoking around me and me being like can I have one so I read this book which everyone does talk about it's called The Easy Way to Stop Smoking and it's by Dr Alan Carr not the comedian I wish it was the comedian but it's what not what a surprise if on the side he just had a doctorate yeah and, and just... had written a very popular book no as you correctly identified I do not know the book no okay then he went on to kind of get a bit overexcited about himself and did like loads of books like called The Easy Way to Diet The Easy Way to, to like to literally do everything The Easy Way to Give Birth you're like you're a man you don't know but really really like he got overexcited got way overexcited um but the easy way to quit smoking is the best book he did. It was written a long time ago. The language is dated and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you start reading it, you kind of feel like, I just don't think this is going to work. But I gave it to my flatmate, Geordie, who uh, smokes. And he's like, you know, 23-year-old Aussie guy who's been smoking for ages. And I was like, oh, he liked this book by Dr. Alan Carr. He's been quitting. He was like, yeah, okay, great. Read it. You could tell he was just like, oh, it's not going to work. And you're supposed to smoke all the way through reading it. And as you... Oh, I thought you meant literally while you're physically reading it. Well, yes. If you're that much of a smoker, then, I mean, you might be smoking literally while you're reading it. I wouldn't advise it because it's dangerous. But um, you're supposed to continue smoking. And then by the end, you literally can't wait to give up it changes wow. everything everyone tells you how stressful giving up smoking is everyone says like oh I'm tetchy and loads of jokes in like sitcoms and stuff about like oh she's giving up smoking and she's like yeah. eating loads of chocolate and like don't like, but yeah exactly and she's got like 15 nicotine patches all over but um, there's a train of thought, a bit of a conspiracy, that the doctors and the the medical world don't want you to know how easy it is because then they would lose so much money on nicotine patches, on all of those things that they plug. The uh, There's lots of different ways to give up smoking that means that you buy lots of things, whereas Dr. Alan Carr's way, you don't have to buy anything. Wow. Because one of the main things is that you should not swap like for like, so vaping and all of that stuff does not do anything. To go one step 
further back down the rabbit hole of that conspiracy because they won't ban it. Yeah. Because the, the government gets so, so much, much money, money from yeah. it. Because the revenue from it is so high that yeah. therefore they are ploughing money into the things being like, look how much we are doing, you know? So they yeah. push that avenue of here's all the stuff and the support and the help and all these things that you can buy. It brings in 12 billion in direct tax revenues per year. Oh, wow. Insane. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants me to be doing this. Apart from yourself and those around you. And um, your beautiful little lungs. Your sad, sad lungs. Um, and there's also, of course, all of those things that with any with any sort of addiction or anything, people go, um, oh, a doctor once told me that if I stopped by the time I was 30, my lungs would be the same. No, no one knows. Just ignore that. Uh, and just stop. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Just, just stop. The book it's written in this kind of like quite hypnotic way. It's only like six six ninety nine on Amazon. You can get a used copy for four pounds probably. I base that on no facts, but I know that <laughs> probably four pounds. Probably, or something, probably four guys. pounds or something. Um, <laughs> it's written in a way that originally you go, that's annoying. He's just repeating himself, and he calls like cigarettes like the evil weed. I'm not on board with this, but he's written it in like a hypnotic way, so that the messages really subconsciously sink into your brain. And he, it's very, very clever. So what I was going to do is, I think the first thing you should do is you should go on Amazon and buy a used copy of the Easy Way to Stop Smoking. That's the first thing you should do. And then I was just going to go through the kind of main things that if you're like, I don't want to buy a book, fine. Um, you'll have these main points that will help and. Unsurprisingly, they're fully psychological because while cigarette smoking is really addictive, it's psychologically more addictive. That's the more dangerous thing. The proof is that um, for ages I just didn't need to smoke and then I'd get drunk and smoke. Like I didn't need to. It was just like, I'm outside. I think I'm one of the ones that look cool doing it. Because you know, there's yeah. like people that don't look cool and people who do and you always think you're, you're the one who looks cool. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, I look like the cool people in the films. Mm. You don't. I have a question. Yes. It's about Geordie and if it has worked for him. It has worked for him. He has not... Sm- oh, yeah, I didn't even... I didn't say that. He um, has not smoked for, I think it's now four months. And that's no, the longest he's he gone. read the book and then he... He read the book and he completely stopped. Uh, wow. Yeah, it's incredible. When you don't smoke and you are around people that, that smoke and you haven't smoked for a couple of months, it's a really lovely feeling. And there's no feeling that I've been happier in my whole life about, including if you listened last week where I was the most smug, annoying person about exercise ever, is the feeling of going like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want one. Because for years, mm-hmm. in the back of your mind, every time you have a cigarette, this is what the book is kind of predicated on, you know it's wrong. So every time you do it, um, not wrong as in like right and wrong, just as bad for you. So every mm-hmm. time you do it, it doesn't matter if it's if it's um, not conscious. Subconsciously, you are hurting yourself, and you know you're doing it. So it's it's negative, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so every time you do it, that's another little negative. Like oh, I'm still doing it. I wonder when I'm going to stop. Oh, I hope yeah. I, and the moment you get rid of that, it's such a it's the most powerful feeling in the whole world. You feel way more smug than like any exercise class or any. I don't know. I was going to say cream cheese bagel. I don't think that's a smug <laughs> thing, but maybe it is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it feels it feels amazing. Um, because the the book is it, it's all about perspective, and so it's about don't go into it going this is going to be hard. Go into it saying like I'm setting myself free, like I'm literally setting myself free from having to have those horrible negative thoughts, those little tiny little thoughts being like huh, smokers outside when they smoke, they just talk about like when they're going to give up, and it's like funny and it's like you know you're part of a thing, but you're not. So going at it rather than this is going to be awful because it won't be awful. And honestly, when I quit, it was not awful. I had no temper problems. I didn't eat any more. 
I didn't feel anxious or on edge. When I quit, I was making 20 a day. And I went from that to nothing. It's not been a problem at all because it's psychological. It's, it's not as physiological as we, are, we all are led to believe. In the book, he explains, I've sort of done a little bit of reading around and this is true. Um, when, when you smoke, the nicotine in, in that will give you a little kick. And after 15 minutes or so, that will immediately start withdrawing from your body. So you will immediately get a withdrawal. So you will need to smoke. So that's why when you're drunk and you've got very low, you're just literally like a child being like, hungry, eat, dance, dance. You will chain smoke because that is you are responding to your withdrawal, being like, cigarette, like cigarette. That's why people will just stand outside when they're drunk because they're, they're like fully on body mode rather than thought mode. So you need to smoke again immediately to like relieve the itch rather than actually actively wanting a cigarette. Your next cigarette is always just relieving the withdrawal from the from the other cigarette but once you break that cycle so once you just don't have that cigarette you've broken the physiological addiction because once nicotine is fully out of your system um you won't be in that state of withdrawal so then it is just psychological and how long does that take for that like people say 21 days to break a habit mm-hmm. there's not really any no, no for the nicotine to fully leave your system oh, okay right. actually that's a really good point i don't know it is certainly if you don't smoke for the rest of the day it's out, out of your oh, really your right, so that's a short amount of time yeah 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 it's it's not gonna it's not going to stay in the quantities it needs to give you those withdrawal symptoms which you don't really feel they're very very gentle but it is it's a pull to it so once that's out then it is psychological and that is the hardest and that's why in the book anyone who's tried vaping maybe it has worked for you but you might you may still be vaping and it's still not good for you and also if you're vape you've not broken the habit of going outside and having a cigarette you've not broken anything other than that little withdrawal so it's a stepping stone immediately back to having a cigarette because you've been doing it anyway just with like a fake one it's best to completely to go cold turkey as they say you're still in in the habit and you need to break the habit and th- those things that they say as well like I was just mentioning then about like 21 days and then you've you've quit setting boundaries like that just doesn't help because it means you set yourself up to fail and also it's not about in 21 days you'll feel better you should feel better you should be noticing actively like mindfulnessly noticing the benefits the first day you stop smoking because you will feel them there's a reason why smokers wake up in the morning and they cough and it's gross and and there's that horrible taste in, in your mouth you'll wake up and you won't have that and you wake up and you'll be able to breathe better there's so much to like notice that's good that that's the perspective you need to be doing and then the other thing before i just stop this like monologue is that which i think is really revolutionary and it completely changed my approach to it do not avoid situations where you would normally smoke if anything actively seek them out and do not smoke i'll use a great example uh, for my life is that my best friend uh, she smokes constantly and uh, so whenever I'd try and be good, I'd meet up with her like I do regularly and I'd smoke because we'd get drunk and, I'd, and she's just, she's got cigarettes everywhere. She's got so many, she's just, is mad. She's got like a lovely flat with like a big balcony that like looks over London and we just sit, have a wine and smoke. And it would always trip me up every single time. And the moment you trip up, then you've just, you've set yourself up for the next time. You're going to say, well, I did it last week, so I might as well do it again. And then... I went to her house, I got drunk, I just didn't smoke because I was like, no, I'm going to prove to myself that I can. And that was so much more powerful than avoiding wow, stuff. Because yeah. now the Edinburgh Festival is a thing that I just, that's another weakness. And I went and I didn't smoke once at the, at the Edinburgh Festival because, because I was like, if I can get through this month, then I know I have fully won. And I felt so happy when I got to the end of that, that month. And it wasn't even hard. I just didn't. You realise that that situation isn't as bad as you thought. No one is holding you down with a cigarette in your mouth. Like, so actually you realise your own power and your own strength. Yeah. 
that's amazing that idea of like don't avoid those situations just go to them and yeah. don't smoke it's easy to not smoke if you're up a tree in the Bahamas um, so if you avoid <laughs> is, that one of his, is that one of his ideas? no I think it's mine is it? Um, but if <laughs> that's not from the doctor is it not? <laughs> no apparently not it's not uh, medically accurate no um, but if you yeah if you think about it because you're you're basically just telling yourself every time you avoid that you're too weak to be there um, whereas actually if you go there and you and you do it you might fail you, 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 might, you might fall down but then go again and don't and the one time you don't you'll realise that you are way stronger than you gave yourself credit for and you're also way stronger than other people g- gave yourself credit for by being like you're going to need a patch you're going to need a constant drip feed of nicotine like you really don't mm. and also he he was smoking 100 cigarettes a day this Dr Alan Carr it was an absolute mess and he quit when he was like 40 mm. so obviously he already was riddled with cancer because he's just like a really heavy smoker so he died of cancer but before he died he helped so many people and he said that this uh, format is the same for if you smoke 10 a day to if you smoke 100. This whole thing about, like, it's the psychological addiction yes. over... You can go, well, it's different because I've got way more nicotine in my system. It's exactly the same. And it doesn't matter how strong your cigarettes are as well. It's exactly the same. That's so interesting that it it's is, about it? that being a psychological... I think we don't give anywhere near enough because it's a thing that you are addicted to. Yeah. We don't give anywhere near enough credit to the idea that we are mentally addicted to it. Yeah, because look at all the things that we're mentally addicted to anyway. Like, we all know, like, that sweets are bad for us. But if you go, if you say to yourself, um, right, I'm, I'm not going to eat sweets uh, for for a month, you literally can't do it. <laughs> like, yeah. you're like, is this like a bad thing? You're like, well, well I'm, feeling, I'm feeling really shit, so I will yeah. have one. Whereas if you approach it being like with um, cigarettes, it's not like, oh, but I'm having, I'm so stressed, I just need a cigarette. You approach it that, like, I'm so stressed and I still don't need a cigarette yeah and also How I think, great like, is this sweets are maybe something that as you see i went out and bought some soothers today like, True, I don't there ever, must be something like, but like, but like or... going to like the cinema or mm. something you'd be like and then i get some picamix yes, and i also always. get some popcorn in yeah. a way that you would then and now i feel sick and i feel sick <laughs> and that would be a real like association of like this is this thing i have in this place and so yeah. there actually aren't that many for sweets you know except for like of course um, like comfort eating so if it's yeah, like exactly. a winter night and a you've had a bad night. day you're like i'm gonna go home and eat everything in my kitchen yes and, and i'm gonna grate some cheese <laughs> and on that the top. can become a problem sometimes because, because some people you've associated can't stop. that with that yeah whereas there are so many for there are so many that are associated with smoking in your of day of course yeah once you knock one of them in the head, you can knock the next one in your head. You can yeah. knock the next one in your head. You can knock, and he keeps repeating it in the book. Like, this is not a bad thing. This is the best thing you are doing. You're giving yourself health. So go about it in, in the way oh. that you would be doing if you, when you go and do like an exercise class, you're like, oh God, you're a bit frightened. And then actually when you go and do it, i.e. when you are not smoking, you feel great. You're like, oh my God, I'm a, I'm a superhero. And then afterwards you're like, I did it. I got through that. For example, I got through that party and I didn't smoke. Look how little I need it. If you're avoiding areas where you smoke, that includes when your friends go out and smoke. Mm-hmm. Because that was a thing that really bothered me. Like, I'd have some friendships. I was like, I think this is only predicated on when we go outside, we have a chat when yeah. we're smoking. So then um, we've got a friend, Ben Starr does this. Just like, come outside with us. He doesn't smoke. And no one was like, get inside <laughs> like what are you doing we just all be smoking it's just nice to have him outside and so you go outside and also if you if you feel weak like you're not going to be able to do it that is your test no I will go outside I will go outside and I will not smoke Yeah, and, I think and you, you still... will notice how a good thing to do is to focus on other people smoking because it smells awful and it, they're acting like they really need it and it's, there's something quite gross about mm-hmm. it and that helps as well to just be like, feel sorry for, for the people who are needing to smoke. Yeah. That's where smugness is acceptable, I think. I think yeah. you can be as smug of as you course. like. I think the going outside thing is such a huge part of it because that, a bit like this sort of in a restaurant and you can't say like, 
hello, can I go outside and stop working for a bit now? Yeah. It's that same thing at a party. Like, what you're doing is saying, like, do you want to leave this party with me for a bit? Yeah. And, like, and go outside. And so I think and parties that, are intense. And, 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 intense people, and people, that's why so many people smoke at parties in a way that they maybe wouldn't anywhere else yeah. that time of an evening there's no way they'd be walking out to their own balcony or their own outside their own front door for, every, you know, 15, every minutes. 15 minutes from their living room while they were there. watching TV or something by yeah. themselves like that's obviously not going to happen it's because at a party it's very intense and everyone's going and you don't and because like some of the funnest conversations happen in the smoking area or yeah. the well, I think fifty percent just because fifty um, percent are happening indoors too, but you're not seeing the other fifty well, percent. I don't know. I think there is something very exciting about those sort of like outdoor conversations because oh, like so I suppose in nightclubs because yeah, there's dance, there's dancing going music. outside, and so here it's, and it's like quiet, and also yeah. it's like on a time frame. So when so you're true. outside, you're like, I'm out here for five minutes or so. Everyone knows they're going to have to go back in in a minute because there's literally nowhere else to go. So no yeah. one's like, oh my god, I'm stuck in this awful conversation. Like it's a very like free. Like That's nice true, yeah. space. I always like with like full going get out. outs. Full get outs. Everyone's like, I'm, going, go, I'm cold. Yeah. I'm going back in. And I and so if you're thinking, you know, that you can't join the smoke, go outside, whatever, you still can like join in. No you one absolutely should. Yeah. Like, no one cares if you're there. Yeah. And I was like, Tessa here again. He's no, all, it's actually really nice. I like that. Yeah, like everybody can still you can still just sort of take that ride and go outside yeah. you know for a bit and, and not this, have to and the whole thing about like well but what once I smell the smoke I'll have to have a cigarette um in the early stages absolutely do not shy, shy away from that because once you smell the the smell of the cigarette you smell the smell of smoke and cancer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's what you're smelling. So just smell that. There's no science that says when you smell a cigarette, you're going to immediately put one in your mouth. You yeah. won't. And then the moment you don't, you will feel like a king. You'll yeah, feel exactly. Like because what king. you want is the... I'd like the to... The chat. The, the chat and the being outside and the, like, come, you know, the, the, step, the stepping away from... Yeah, getting out of, like, you just need a some time out of parties anyway we all need time out of parties because socially often like socially anxious people um cigarettes are their crutch because if they feel like they're they've you know they're, they're not able to hold it's just so so nice to be like i'm just gonna go outside and just take five and just like regroup yeah and i think that um the thought of not having that is terrifying you, you can, can just get, you say get, it i guess you end up not needing it find some people who are smoking who you want to talk to and you would have stood with anyway if you were smoking yeah and just chat to them and every time they, they offer you a cigarette, you go, no, have that pride in yourself that you're doing something that you never thought you'd be able to do. And, it, and it's really cool that you're doing it. And no no smoker looks down on a non-smoker at all, like, because they all secretly know that you're right. <laughs> I just had, like, a couple of other things, and then I'll stop. We recently went to a party where there was a, you could, a club with no licence? I don't know what it was. Mm. And either way, there was, like, a basement dance area where you could smoke inside and I thought all the smokers would be like woo the glory days yeah. and we could smoke inside but everybody was just coming back from this basement being like it's, the, oh, it's God, horrible it's horrible down there you're being asphyxiated yeah it's like you forget what that was like yeah and also a lot of people were being were being like oh I think it's not I don't like smoking as much as I like leaving <laughs> like it's not about the smoking at all it's about that the leaving, leaving the party because now when people That's said so like now when people had to say do you want to go for a cigarette they meant do you want to come with me down to this basement and smoke and then so few people people didn't smoke anywhere near as much as yeah they didn't they I was at a party they, yeah. they didn't I didn't even notice anyone going for a cigarette yeah because the point is going outside and getting away for a bit yeah and a bit of Go, fresh air going like, to more of the party yeah do you want to come to a more intense <laughs> party is what you're saying <laughs> exactly and so it is all just like such a psychological shift and I think that thing you're saying about like don't think of this as a bad thing mm. I think that can be for anything like I think about exercise or 
anything else that you want to stop or start that you go into being like, oh, God, this. But actually, if you go into it being like, how exciting. Yeah, look how great this is going to be. This is going to be really great for yeah. me. Which sounds easy, but genuinely... It's just a, it's it's a tiny psychological shift. Like we used to say a lot about like, you know, you're on the roller coaster now. You can either have a good time or you can fight it, but the roller coaster is moving. Yeah. It's like... Oh well, this is this is happening now. I might as well in, try and enjoy the yeah, and have a good time on this roller coaster. And things like um, all those classic things that people tell you to do when you're not when you, when you start smoking, like count the days that you haven't smoked and all that sort of stuff. All of that again, you shouldn't do because you're focusing on the negative. You're focusing on like these are the days I've managed, and it's like no, no, this is just the next day of your life. Like. Yeah every time you are counting and doing that you are sure you are congratulating yourself but you're also focusing on the fact on you, you're focusing on smoking mm-hmm. when actually non, non-smokers and that's what you are from the moment you smoke your last cigarette you are now a non-smoker and how wonderful it feels to at the doctors go I'm a non-smoker remember how great that, that yeah. is and to not have to call yourself a smoker um, and so then counting down the days is just like you just can't, you, you're acting like you're still, you're still a smoker and you're not so stop acting like that That's yeah what are, you, what are you counting there you're just yeah, counting you're just counting some days you're counting some days <laughs> yeah exactly stop it um, but um, I know I know me saying those things is like they're very they sound very wishy-washy and very kind of like uh, mindfulness or whatever but I can't recommend the book enough like I really cannot it is I, I, I've bought it for so many people um, not my friend who I mentioned who smokes loads <laughs> she doesn't want to stop but um, anyone that wants to stop I always buy it for them because it's, it's or, and my, my copy I don't know where it is now because I've lent it out so many times um, but it is such a life-changing book and you'll have second thoughts in the first in the first chapter but plow on and read the whole thing i guarantee you will kick smoking in the head which is where you should be kicking it right in its face do you remember those adverts where there's like a massive cigarette and that you have to down? punch him down yeah and it was like i chew gum that has cigarette in it so like what <laughs> what is that um so hopefully that was helpful i feel like i've talked a lot and that doesn't normally happen normally it's more even i thought that was absolutely fascinating oh did you mm, i'm genuinely so a really interesting I think I'm blushing with like relief um, and also it's very hot in here. Um, if you are quitting and if you've bought the book, then tweet us because I want to congratulate you on your amazing Yeah, choice. I think that was genuinely so... so um, it, sounds, it sounds like I'm being sarcastic no, now because when you I don't, say... No, because you don't do that normally. No, I don't. So. <laughs> I've no interest in complimenting you whatsoever. <laughs> um, I'm a very mean girl. Um, I, no, that was so interesting because... I thought they were just going to be a lot of, um, I mean, your personal journey, and then like some top tips. Sure. Because I think the top tips feel very much of a muchness. Like when yeah. you look it up or you Google it or you go on NHS, stop yeah. smoking, it's all and like. And they're all like use a patch. Use a vaping. patch. Open a tangerine if you need something to do with your hands. Like there was a yeah. lot of that. Like, you know. There's so many opened tangerines yeah. around. I was like, you. I don't want to eat this bloody tangerine now. <laughs> Peel everywhere. Um, there was all like very much those things. And also like you were just saying something that Alan Carr, mm. um, popular comedian and chat show host, Alan Amazing Carr, God. was just saying something totally different. And I really love those things that are a. Like just a psychological shift in the way that you are yeah, thinking about like the something. complete antithesis of everything that yeah. you are told at school when you do those little posters like one cigarette it takes 15 minutes of your life and this is how you should stop smoking yeah. actually it is like he has revolutionized how it happens like yeah. and it, it sold so many copies and lots of doctors use it and lots of he has like a whole in america of course these whole schools set up and clinics set up for people and it's all his method so yeah do buy it yeah um it's worth it and i think even if you are 
not a smoker in my gang, um, then that sort of attitude about anything that you do want to stop doing or start doing or change yeah. about yourself, that sort of addressing it in that way. I only ever read a little bit of The Secret while sat in the corner of a bookstore. The Secret? What's that? Um, it's got a like red cover with almost like a S C. Is that how to pull girls? No. Okay. I think you're thinking That's of the, the game. The game. There's one called The Secret Something, and it's about is it something that's awful about how to get men? I don't know. Whatever. Fine. Oh God, or, no. Well, maybe that's The Secret Garden. I've just read the it wrong. Secret Garden. I think you read it wrong way around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Secret. Um, very much like a sort of discredited, you know, not discredited, but like very much the punchline to a lot of like jokes okay. about that sort of thing. But I obviously don't it, get those jokes. No, how it like, happens? As in, like it would be in, you know, people were like, oh, "What are you reading? The secret?" Like sure. that sort of thing of like woman, you know, trying to embrace herself reads the secret. Like, like eat, pray, love. Yeah, a, a which is a good book. Exactly, I enjoyed like, it. A, but, it is. Thing, but the secret is basically can be summed up in like when you is about like it's all about like asking the universe for things. It, all nonsense, but like very much this idea of like rather than it thinking everything negative turn it around until it is a positive and yeah. use make your like language and the way that you talk about something um rather than like i don't want to live in this horrible house be like i want to live in a nice house yeah so the, i don't want to live in a horrible house has got two negative words in it yeah. and it's just a constant like i don't want this it's thing that, an end it's, it's such an end it's like thing. i just want i don't want this world to exist anymore but i want in like to live in a nice house is such a, like a positive and i'm going towards something yeah yeah um, it's really nice and i think like so many things are so that, many things are that just like tiny shift and like yeah and then we approach this you know smoking being like Oh, it's easy. It's exciting, and it's yeah. this not enjoyable. And it really is. I've never, I've never experienced anything like it. I did not expect it to be easy. I did not expect I it. Really almost wish I was a smoker so I could do it. Yeah, I know, right? But if you are listening, you can do it, and it's so great. And I'm at the other side, and it's so nice. And please join me. And I didn't get, didn't need to do anything with my hands, and I didn't like have a bad time at parties. And I didn't, and that's not just me. That's like all the people that I've given this um, book have said exactly th- the same thing. Um, it's like a cult. Join the cult. Um, this but, is really yes. fascinating. Thank you very much for sharing. Oh, thanks for bobbing in with some with, with some comments. I really appreciate that. You're so welcome. Always here for a good bob. Um, so yeah, email us if you have any ideas for future podcasts. That wasn't uh, suggested by anyone, but um, we are <laughs> doing Stevie bob repeatedly. But uh, we are we are going through some of your um, suggestions over the next few weeks. So it's podcast at thedebrief.co.uk. And also, I think we have said tweet, but do tweet again at Stevie M. The S is a five because I'm not a smoker. I don't know what that means. That is, oh my God, imagine if you come full circle. That'd be amazing. And that was why the five was a five. Oh, I'd love that. It was not. Oh, I, good stuff, it was a five though. when I used to smoke. <laughs> um, and your name is? Uh, Tessa Coates, at Tessa Coates. Great. <sighs> So no, nothing. Uh, absolutely not, nothing. nothing. Um, although Tessa's Instagram is at Wheat Pray Love, so I thought it was very good. I oh that was yes, I had a, short, a short-lived, um, a short-lived career in which I uh, attempted to be a gluten-free blogger. Yeah. Um, in the hope they would give me a cookbook deal. Didn't didn't work, but it's a lovely Instagram. How short-lived it was. It's a, she 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 maybe posts once a month, and it's great. Um, not even about gluten-free. Oh no, nothing about no, that. No, good lord, no. No, just about your life. Wheat Pray Love was my vision. For, That's great. I really mm-hmm. thought it would take off. Yeah, well, I, hopefully it will one day. I don't think it oh, will. Oh, fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> um, but have a lovely week, guys, and we'll see you next week. Um, and, yeah, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Um, bye. Bye. bye.